I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians and First Nation people of the land on which this podcast has been recorded. For me in Melbourne, Nam, Australia, it's the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I'd like to recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and communities and pay my respect to their culture, elders, past, present and emerging. Hey gorgeous, are you ready to turn on the light switch of your soul and live an authentic, radiant and unapologetically pleasure-filled life? I'm Penny Vandersloos, I'm a pleasure activist and adventurer, feminine empowerment coach and a conscious creatrix and connector. I'm also a wife and mother of two teens and host of this podcast, Turned On, Wild, Free and Sexy in Your Midlife. Hello and welcome, Woman G-Car. Today we are talking about boobs, bras and big blow-ups with a beautiful Miff Browning. We met recently and connected and I'm delighted to introduce you to her as an Intimo leader and bra fit specialist of over 11 years. She helps women feel amazing and supported in their lingerie and outfits. She's a long-term yogi and meditation teacher and followed her deep soul passion in 2020, where she retrained in spiritual and intuitive mentoring. She's a powerful woman of heart and soul and is driven to help awaken human consciousness. She believes we're here to evolve and transform the embodiment of love over our subconscious fears, doubts, and limitations. She is also a breast cancer thriver. Welcome, Eve. I am so, so thrilled, Penny, darling. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Like, you know, you're eternal and you're like wild, free and sexy. I mean, what could be better energetic pattern to step into, especially as we age and kind of step more and more into our power as women, yeah? Yeah. Totally. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about So for you, you've got a really, obviously we've talked about you've got a passion for boobs and making people feel amazing in their body. Um, you've yep. got the spiritual connection. And then you've also got a personal story of how you have a relationship with your boobs. So maybe you could start there and tell us a little bit about your story. Yes, my darling. Well, I am um, having been, you know, an into my bra fit specialist for, you know, 11 years. Part of our education is we educate women on breast health and knowing your breast normal and doing your regular breast checks, monthly breast checks, and kind of taking charge of what is your normal of your breasts. Mm-hmm. Um, one in eight women in our lifetime will get breast cancer. So I educate women how to check their boobs. And so I found, um, yeah, a year ago, Anzac Day a year ago, I found a, a breast lump in when I was doing a breast check and it, can't, it came on quite quickly. So if there was like a, yeah, there's very there's different types of breast cancer. Um, mine was a fast-growing one um yeah so I didn't expect of, of course you never expect to find a lump um but yeah it kind of took me on a I see life as everything is for my evolution everything is for my liberation so you know just so I used it and I've done some deep vibrational medicine work so I kind of used the journey of oh my god I got cancer <laughs> 
to yeah to really know myself on 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 deeper levels and to liberate and to just be really grateful you know a little gratitude for my life and for the planet and for the health system and yeah, so I'm kind of lucky that everything went best case scenario. So I still have my boobs, right? And yeah, because it, the the treatment worked. Yeah, Amazing. yeah. And I was lucky to catch it early, so it was just stage one. Um, yeah, well, we're grateful for that. But I think yes. this is part of our conversation um, of how important it is to listen to our body and know our body, so that you can be one of the ones that catches it early you can respond to treatment because you've got a relationship with your body and all that sort of thing. So yeah, we're here to remind us how important being connected with our body is a turn on and what's available in that. Um, and then it's part of our life. Our body is constantly changing. It's evolving and not to kind of just go, yeah, it's done. And that's what it's always going to be like to, to re-familiarize ourselves with it at all times. Yeah. I mean, our body we tend to like, you know, we tend to kind of neglect, mm-hmm. like in the busyness of life, and we're kind of, as women in particular, conditioned to be looking out for everyone else. We put ourselves last. It's all go, 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 go. And there's a little bit of a, a martyr syndrome that mm-hmm. women tend to to take on where we do put ourselves last. I mean, how many women come in and have a bra fitting and they honestly, their bras are threadbare, you know? And so part of the, you know, the process with the bras is like, you know, teaching women, and as a role model to your daughters, right, like to value self. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm interested in in the spiritual level is the subconscious mind. Like it's that, that's where all our beliefs and our patterns and our limitations. And as women, we've been conditioned for millennia to be unworthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I love, I'm a bit of a disruptor when I do my bra fittings and when I do my spiritual work. Like I just love disrupting the automatic patterns that women have relating to their body and, and, and having a bra fitting. I mean, Penny, you had it the other day, like you're quite vulnerable. Right. And so people, you know, people, I I get to hold a very safe space for people to, but there is a lot of negativity that us women have towards our bodies too fat, not too skinny. I don't like this part, you know, the arms are flabby, you know, it's very vulnerable, but it's also, yeah. Yeah, it's not a part of us that, like you said, we value. So I know I never had a bra fitting until I was in my 40s, post-children, and I don't even know why. I I think someone had given me a gift voucher and I went to a a shop that that was part of the service. So I'd always kind of worked it out myself. Um, So there is definitely a message of I wasn't, it wasn't important enough, it wasn't, something that you should splurge on or feel um, is necessary that kind of you don't need to feel beautiful or it doesn't need to be sexy or attractive or anything like that. Whereas definitely in my work that I do now is about us connecting with our feminine and feeling empowered and it's from that skin level up. It's not head down. <laughs> That's right. It's Because it's not, you know, people, people put bras last because you can't see it, but, you know, it's, but you can see it and it is about you know the self so it's kind of that the worthiness the self-love that you are worthy of a decent bra and a decent bra is actually not that much you know because it, it lasts longer and it makes you feel good and it's well made so it's comfortable and 
you know, and then the other thing about having gorgeous, sexy knickers, right? Like I just love part of my journey when I think about, you know, as a teenager and as a, a 20s, I was a bit of a tomboy. I didn't really value my femininity, but part of the beauty of, I was 40 when I started Intimo and it, um, it was I just giving myself permission to be feminine, to be beautiful, like that, that unfolding of what that means. And if I had a dollar for every woman that, especially as we age, like women in their 60s, they're like, oh, if their husband's passed away or whatever, it's just for me. Like I just, I just want honey, plain, boring. It's just for me. And I'm like, no, you know, I've only ever had one woman in her 70s in my 11 years of doing this business where she came in and said, life short, I just want beautiful things. And I was just like melting, like, oh, my gosh, yes, I'm just going to put you in beautiful bras. They're comfortable. The laces are comfortable. It's glorious. But, like, yeah. Something that feels good for you. Yeah. Which is so important. I guess that's. I want to touch on what do you feel for your women that you work with. So this, for people that don't know, Intimo is an Australian brand. Is that true? Yeah. It's actually a Melbourne company. A Melbourne. Melbourne bridge. So that no one, not many people know that either. It was started in the mid-90s by a beautiful woman who was big busted and you could only get really ugly bras for big bust. Um, yeah, and she wanted it. We were originally, we used to be party plan direct selling and she did it as a way, I know there's a bit of a stigma with that, but she did it as a way of wanting to empower women with an income, with a you know quality product. Yeah, so now we we, we don't do party plan, but we're just more one-on-ones, um, Yeah. Yeah, so last week I went in and had a session with Miff and she was giving me an opportunity to try on bras, which is probably the first time ever because if I've gone to a shop buying it, I've said I want this particular type of bra and they'll give me two or three options and you try it on and you leave, whereas this was let's just try on everything in your size and just see what feels good and then experience that and know what and it's a really yeah, quite essential and beautiful intimate moment that you have and you talk through what that feels like and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so with women, what do you think is feeling turned on at this part of our life? Like what's available when we do obviously connect with our boobs and and embrace our bras? Yes, my darling. Well, you know, obviously, you know, there's layers and layers to this, isn't it? You know, there's the physical realm about kind of feeling feeling beautiful in your clothing and feeling valued and valuing self. But for me, I, you know, this is where my spiritual work taps in also because I feel like it's so important to go deeper. Like we are driven by our subconscious mind, by our conditioning, right? So if you really want to feel turned on and alive, you've kind of got to go into the subconscious mind and check in as to what the belief patterns are, you know? Do you really, are you really worthy of being wild and turned on and sexy and free? I mean, that, that it's a state of being, it's a state of mind. Um, I know for me, I just had years of feeling um, unworthy, like, and it was this kind of self-doubt and unworthiness that, I, that was always there no matter what I did. And what's interesting as part of the, you know, part of the healing journey that I've been on is that I've just managed to transform all of that yeah and and just because for me getting the cancer I was like the moment that the doctor told me I was like fuck, you know but then I was like straight away this is a demonstration project to me this is me I get to prove to myself if I implement all the tools of the beautiful vibrational subconscious mind medicine that I know all about I can demonstrate to myself 
I can turn myself on, right, as to how amazing I am, yeah? So it's like also looking for the through the lens of life experiences, um, how can we grow and evolve and be more alive and more turned on? And like, and as I say, it's, it, yeah, in my opinion, it's, it is about going deeper within and, you know, prioritizing the inner world and connecting to the soul, you know, and being soul led, soul driven. And that's another word for, you know, the language of the soul, my darling, is our intuition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, intuition is our sixth sense um but it's not something that is valued we're not taught how to use our intuition we're actually you know perhaps closed down by society and um so it's just you know the more we know ourselves as the you know we have a divine nature mm-hmm. we are fully human and we are fully divine and as as females also we come from this incredible lineage you know we had come from this you know the direct lineage of our family but there is actually soul lineages divine feminine soul lineages that at this time is really waking up. So I love kind of, you know, going in, going within and turning myself on that way, yeah, and and, and, and holding space for others to do the same. In that journey, yeah. And I think that's what we're touching on here is it doesn't matter where you are in your life and particularly I think there's this stigma around midlife that it sort of is a bit of a drag, Physically, your body's changing and it's hard. And what we're encouraging and inviting people to do is to start to realise what an incredible vessel you have in your body and then inside of you, you've got it all within you, this ability to tap in. So that turn on is is your own turn on. You don't need to wait for circumstances or... That's right. That's right. Like taking charge that we are sovereign beings that we, you know, we're, we're masters of our destinies rather than being, you know, uh, um, what is it? Complicit to, to um, circumstances, right? Like learning and that, and so actually midlife is, is, is wonderful. It's this opportunity where most of us who have had children, they, you know, kind of perhaps they're in their teens and we're able to kind of prioritize ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's what we we're talking about. The blow ups, like sometimes, this time of life can feel like it's blowing up. Like it's not where you yep. thought it was going to be. Um, health yep. can change, elderly parents or death can knock on your doorstep or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, shit, <laughs> this isn't what I wanted. This isn't how I thought it was going to be. But as you did, there are opportunities to see what yep. the yeah, see what's available. Because I, I also am conscious that I spent my 20s, 30s, 40s living on adrenaline. Mm. You know, like go, 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 crash, go, 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 crash, you know. And I think when I, you know, late 40s, I'm now 51, um, perimenopause, I couldn't do that anymore. You know, I couldn't just push, 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 go, 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 go. So I've had to be go on this healing journey. So I kind of, you know, I didn't really realise it was perimenopause you know, just being tired and adrenal fatigued and having gut issues and like, okay, the body's like, so the body has been telling me to heal, 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 heal. Um, And, you know, the funny thing was I felt guilty about that. Like I kind of, because I didn't quite understand the whole, didn't understand the the impact. Because when you're inside something, it's hard sometimes to realise that I think the perimenopause really had a big impact on me. Um, And so in a way, can you talk a bit about what that was like? 
the impact you said it had on you? What was that? So people would. I just was like, because I would, because I wasn't with the perimenopause, I wasn't sleeping properly. And I am someone that needs sleep. And so I'd be tired in the day. Like I'm working for myself, but I'd have to go and have a nap in the day. I'd feel really guilty about that. Like all the other people out there working full time, not, you know, but I, I just did, I felt like, I, again, a little bit of the unworthiness, what's going on, like living into that unworthiness, there's something wrong with me, you know, da, da, da. rather than just honouring where my, my body, my, vehicle, my body is my vehicle for my soul. I've got to listen to it. We don't listen. And that's part of like, it's a deep, learning how to deep, deep listen. Um, you know, the moment I got cancer, I was like, whoa, this is kind of a bit funny really, but I was like, oh, my God, finally I've got full permission, mm-hmm. full permission to look after myself. Like whatever that looks like. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Like we allow crazy, someone it? when it's really fucked to go and rest, but it, we almost push ourselves to that those limits where it's diabolical mm-hmm. and then you have to rest or you have to yeah. make a change, whatever that might be. Um, yeah. I've heard many people reflect on that as this was the the, the nudge I needed to, to go in a yeah. different direction or... That's right. And to just, just to honor my body. Cause the thing is like, we're conditioned to the negative. Like what, you know, what if we, can, you know, and I think this is the work that we need to do is condition just to love and honor our body, no matter what, rather than go to the negative, the unworthiness, the fears the you know, I'm, I'm hopeless. I'm, you know, like this is, you know, like, what if we went to the opposite of that automatically, you know, about how amazing we are. Oh, yes, I got to listen to my body. And like, you know, like, like there's so much growth and evolution. We've just, for me, I only just tapped into a little bit of what is possible to be human. But, I, you know, when I got the cancer, it was like, okay, full permission now to heal everything. So, yes, I finished the cancer treatment six months ago, but I'm still working on healing myself. I still need lots of sleep. I still, you know. But, it, you know, the first thing I did when I got the cancer was I bought myself a sauna, mm-hmm. an infrared sauna, like, you know, but I, I reckon, and I, you know, I just gave myself that permission and maybe this is also for people listening, don't yeah. wait to things blowing up. <laughs> you don't have to give yourself listen, permission like, now. Listen to yourself. Listen to your intuition. Listen to that little voice that we override because we're conditioned to be strong and push through and keep going and, like, give, 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 give until we've got nothing left. I mean, how many of us also are experiencing burnout, you know? Well, we sort of don't trust the intuition. Like I think sometimes we get it and then we go, "Mm, I'll go and deflect to someone else's opinion or that's not socially acceptable right now, so I'll push that one down and override it. So I'm really like we need to reclaim our intuition and listen because it's our sixth sense and it's our, if you go spiritual, it's our communication to, to the universe, to the divine, to however you want to talk about, to God, like to whatever word you want to use to the, you know, the, the creative spirit beyond, right, that we're all part of, you know, we're all intimately connected. So an intuition is like a muscle, you know. Mm. You trust it, use it. You know, like I live my life now through being soul-led, being intuition-led, being like honouring myself and listening to myself, and it's so liberating. Mm-hmm. I relate to that. I think that's how we're here right now is through intuition. I followed it and we we end up going, oh, wow, we've got similar things and lots in common and let's talk about boobs and bras. Boobs and bras and just, yeah, just, yeah. And because as women, as women also, we're just that, that let's not underestimate the role model we are 
for our children, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, if oh, we even, we're doing the work for others, that's it's so important. Yeah. 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 In my priestess school, we talk about what we do for one, we do for all, you know. Um, so the, the the deep work that we that I do, the, the times that I spill, you know, spend nourishing and nurturing me, I'm doing that to be of greater service to the planet and to teach others to look after ourselves and like, you know, um, and, and our children being a role model, you know, of, of, of our children learning to listen to them, themselves and look after themselves. And if we kind of put ourselves last, well, that's just telling, especially our daughters telling them to be, or our sons to think, well, that's what women do. They put themselves last, but no, 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 that that's part of history. I think we need to put ourselves first now. And that's right, so like first the, story. <laughs> the concept of what when you're on an aeroplane and the masks drop down, you know, the, you know, you've got to put your mask on first. Look after yourself first. Give from the cup that is overflowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and really begin to tap. I mean, part of this, you know, the turn on the wild, sexy, free thing. It's like it's like you know, what do you, what actually do you think about yourself from that angle? And um. Doing activities like you know what what you know what's in your subconscious mind like journaling, writing, setting a timer for ten minutes. What do I think about wild, sexy, and free? And you'd be yeah. quite surprised like what comes down when you just write. You know, it's amazing. And we talked about that in my session with you because I talked about I like to feel wild, but my interpretation of wild and what I wear that feels wild would be different to everyone. So it's about yeah. embodying it for yourself and the opportunity that you have with, you know, clothing or personas or whatever is to play with that and, and try it on and see how it lands for you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because it's tapping into an energetic frequency, right? Like we are actually, we think that this is everything, our physical realm is everything, but we're actually down to our atomic level. We're we're, en- we're energy, right? And the, the physical form is just the dense energy, right? But we are a vibrational frequency, so um yeah, just tapping into that energy and the energy of what is it to be free, to be wild, to be sexy, like it's an inside job, right? <laughs> so Have fun. you seen that movie that the Amy Shoemaker movie, Co- Confidence is Contagious? No, oh, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. A good she, one. yeah. Yeah. She's kind of like a frumpy girl and she's like, but then she goes and she's trying to work out in New York and she's on a bike and she falls over and bangs her head and like she thinks she's the most beautiful thing on the planet. Like oh it's glorious yeah 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 yeah. so how she yeah so how she relates to life then is totally different she's got the energy of beautiful you know yeah and that's so powerful it's a bit like that song this is me it's like when you own it it's electric it's magnetic it's and that's what yeah the turn on is it's you're unapologetically you and Yeah, so I'd love to talk to a bit more about boobs and stuff because <laughs> why not? Um, what what are some kind of experiences or tips or whatever it might be to for women who don't have a relationship with their boobs? They don't feel comfortable touching them, relating to them, have a story about them that they're not what they want. What yeah. would you say to them? Well, you know, I would I would start with. So that's where my expertise and, the, you know, there's a lot of us intimo girls out there, you know, and we're all very heart-centred. Like these are really beautiful collective of women um, that do this thing. But it's like finding, first of all, just finding a bra that fits and is comfortable, right? 
So you have your everydays, but it's really nice to have, like I know Penny underneath that beautiful top of yours, you have a very beautiful a sexy new bra. Yes. A new bra and beautiful lace bra because every woman deserves to feel beautiful and sexy in in your in your lingerie in your clothing like yeah so and just starting with stuff that makes and comfortable making you feel good so investing in yourself having quality pieces you know and our bras are like they're not that much they're a hundred dollars ish you know like they're not that much more expensive than than cheaper brands but um yeah and just I don't know that's the thing like can we condition our brain to look at ourselves and so you're always suggesting sometimes, even if you don't have a good relationship with your body, that treating it well, like giving it something beautiful so that it does fit, it does feel comfortable, it does look nice on your body because there's all different shapes to fit different body shapes, that that's almost starting to work its magic anyway. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, they're not yeah. so bad after all. Or, you know, I can look beautiful. I didn't realise. That's right. You can look beautiful and you can be comfortable, right? It's so important to be comfortable. And I promise you the difference also in, in, in your outfits. With a decent bra underneath your outfit makes a massive difference as well. Um, and we also do have clothing capsules that we play with and we style people up with just easy easy clothing that they can just walk out the door feeling good and and you know we do body shape analysis and so we kind of look at people's body shapes and we have dialogues about you know what are you what are your favorite features what what are the features that you you know that you you know want to kind of hide and we kind of you know play around with styling that sort of stuff too but I do think it's empowering you're empowering women with information that they can then use when they go shopping to go, oh, that's why I feel good in these items and stuff. I know I've had a couple of different styling sessions over the last few years. It was what I felt indulgent but has been so valuable in understanding myself. It does feel, I think, for some people, oh, it's only superficial and um, materialistic to look at clothing. But when it's done in with a person like you, particularly who's spiritual and connected with their body, it can be a really insightful experience and a pleasure-filled one, which I'm all about. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, it's not necessarily about buying stuff to make yourself feel better. It's learning about your body, learning about what feels good on your body, noticing textures and fabrics and, mm. um, and what you like. But you're worth it. You're worth feeling good in your skin, right? Rather putting ourselves at the bottom of the bottom of the list, which is our conditioning, you know, you know, wearing things till they're threadbare and you know, but it's like, you know, what? let's just I am worth it. And part of my spiritual work that I do also is learning for us to kind of like look at ourselves in the mirror and what do we see, you know? But learning to kind of like so our programming is to see the negative, right? Oh, I don't like that about myself, I don't like that, you know. As, as we go in and we kind of meet and release that stuff, like we don't need to think like that anymore. That's, you know, we don't need that. But to be able to look with love at ourselves, like the love that we give our friends, our family, right? Like the way that, you know, and so, again, role modelling this for our for our children to be able to love themselves, not egoically, but with humility, like but just to, 
to know our value as human beings and to know the worth of this life and the worth of the journey. Um, yeah. it's so important and I do think you know if you're going to understand your body so going back to when it your body can blow up because it's not actually being heard um you're not responding with like if it's tired you're overriding it or if it's saying yes you know skin's not (laughs) doing what it wants to do what's that about could I get curious getting informed but it's the, you know, the breast examination, I think, is an, a really interesting one. I know that my mother's yep. had breast cancer. My grandmother had breast cancer. Both of them were lucky. My mother had um, just her lymph glands removed in, and no radio treatment. She was early detection through a mammogram and she was 60 at the time. And then my gra- maternal grandmother, again, about the same age, um, but had both re- breasts removed. But I and survived um, from that, which yep. in the seventies is quite amazing, really too. Um, oh but it's meant that my my messaging from a very young age was this is this potentially could be my path. Um, yep. potentially got some kind of gene or some some predisposition or whatever it is. So I've been checking my breasts since day. Yeah. I don't know, since they grew, yeah. which was in my yeah. teens. Um, so, yeah, and, and sometimes you feel a bit paranoid or over-checky or like this is yeah. a bit um, negative maybe. I don't know. But there's also, would, yeah, as I've grown, learning, I think early days it was very much yeah. a process. Yeah. I guess what yeah. you're sharing and I'm trying to encourage too is that it can actually be like a connection moment to feel into your body and love your body and yeah. and tend, tend your <laughs> body like your body. That's it. And to know you're normal. Like like everyone's breasts feel different. Like so some are lumpy, some are like, you know, so what is your normal? So if you know what's your normal breast and it's like teaching our daughters too, like just to, you know, look after our body. Um, know your normal and then and do, once we hit 40, we do the, the mammograms. Um, I'm now doing ultrasounds. But like just do what this, what, what is available and look after yourself and teach it, teach and, and make sure that your family. Yeah. All your and I think it's also, family. here's the message too, is if you go something's a bit off is actually following through on it because there's also a lot of like, yeah, and I'll check that out later or that, that'll be fine and denial or, um, you know, feeling something's off but then not having evidence in our kind of physical realm but then waiting maybe too long or, you know, it, yeah. it's much more worthwhile kind of t- tuning into Hang on, even if your body, you don't know why, but you just go, I need to do a mammogram, I need to do this, follow that through. Those little right. messages might be. That's right. And and the body. more deep work we do, the more spot on the intuition is and the more that we can trust it. And, yeah, but you just always got to listen to that. If your body's, you know, yeah, it's best to be on the front foot with health. Um, yeah. And not feel sort of like I'm wasting someone's time if I go to an appointment and I don't nothing shows up or I've had many sort of little I wouldn't say scares but like let's just check this one out or whatever and yeah always in that process you learn something and it might be okay I get a 
an extra scan that I can now compare my, you know, a, I've got a, an evidence or a history that can be referred to later yeah. that it's worthwhile. So that's I think we made that pretty good. clear. Go check your breasts. <laughs> Go check your breasts. And that's right. So I'm very grateful that I, you know, found mine when I did. And um, yeah. Yeah. So that it was, yeah. And then I had the skills and the techniques to, to not, I didn't go into fear. I didn't go into, yeah, I kind of just healed myself with love. I mean, around cancer, there's a lot of like, fuck cancer, fight cancer. And I was like, no, my body has made this. I'm going to just melt it, you know. I'm going to invite my body to also dissolve it. It is part of your body. That's right. And I decided there wasn't any light. I was like, oh, I was curious about it. And I, as I do, like, I, I work with a lot of um. A lot of deities and archetypal energy. So that beautiful green woman there, like behind uh-huh. me there. Ta-da! She is the, the Buddha's deity of liberation, right? So I used her her mantra. I used her. And you know what? I She arrived in the mail the day before I found my lump. Like, like literally I unpacked her and I found my lump that night. Wow. You know, it's like, and then, so hard. like, I just, I'd go into my appointments and I just, and, you know, just invite her in to kind of hold me, you know, so that everything that I did, everything that I experienced, everybody that I met in the whole hospital system was, you know, I could, I was for the greatest benefit of all that I could connect with people and like, you know, we could all just make it the most lovely experience that could be possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a lovely invitation for anyone experiencing a blow up right now, whatever that looks. Can you position it in your mind's eye or when you interact with other people from what's the opportunity here to be positive or spread love or raise my vibration or however you know it works for you? To connect with you. Everything happens, you know, we all say these sort of things. Everything happens for a reason, no, 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 no. But really going within and connecting with that and, you know, and just learning to mm. self-havening, you know, just love and look after self and, you know, what we do for everyone else as women, we're doing it to ourselves. It's a beautiful message, yeah, with compassion, yeah. with love, with connection with forgiveness you know yeah 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 life life is amazing and just really connecting into the awe of that and the magic and the miracles and and asking for that asking the universe for that support again like but we're not actually like kind of sometimes we feel like we're, we're alone on this journey of earth um but we are actually supported energetically especially if we ask mm. So there's a bit of like leaning in and trusting and letting go, which are very feminine qualities that we haven't been invited or, you know, felt comfortable in most of our life because of the community and society we live in to trust or, you know, embrace those. So both of us are here to kind of remind you how powerful they are and that whilst they don't feel like the pathway that everyone is walking, they're incredibly powerful, um, liberating ways to to live a life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just, I'm so glad. Like I, you know, like, I just, I really had this kind of lineage of self doubt for years that I was kind of just keeping myself small. But 
I kind of in 2019, I woke up and just went, okay, enough of playing small, enough of being superficial with you know, affirmations and stuff. But I just wanted, I really had this sense that I needed to go deeper. I needed to understand myself on deeper levels and meet those shadows, the, you know, the doubts, the the fears, the, un the unworthiness. So it was just been so liberating. So kind of getting cancer, like, oh, I can't believe, you know, this is part of my journey, right? That was kind of like the icing on the cake to kind of like, ooh, okay, this is what I need to do also to liberate myself and to demonstrate to myself how fucking amazing. You are, exactly. And that everyone else is. Like there's nothing unique about me. Like we are all one. We're all just different versions of each other and like, you know, yeah, and here to evolve and connect and support and nourish and mm. So I feel like for a lot of people, it can feel overwhelming to think, oh, if I start working or putting focus on myself, working on yeah. myself, whatever we yeah. want to describe it, yeah. but that I might discover something I don't like or I'm going to have to change, you know, blow up my world as it is. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What would you say to someone who maybe hasn't got to the point where they're forced to do it, but there's this opportunity, even if it, this this moment listening to us is that moment to go, okay, maybe it's time for me to really start to look within and notice yeah. what's available. That's right. Because, like, you know, this lifetime is, like, it's it's about connection with the soul. So the soul, the, the part of us that's universal, right, and it's here to grow and evolve, right, and then we have the limited self, Um. So it is so like, you know, if you, when you trust your intuition, which is the voice of the soul or the voice of the universe or, you know, when you trust that and you follow that, it, how does it feel? Like it feels amazing. And when you when you go against it, you feel, how do you feel? Like, you, you know, and I would suggest that you feel like you're going against yourself. Like you kind of, you mm. it's an icky feeling when you don't listen to your intuition, when you, so it's like a self-sabotaging pattern right so and it just it's kind of like right. flowing with the river versus swimming up the river it's a lot of effort you can absolutely do it but it wrecks you in the process you it wrecks you and so there's a lot of joy and freedom like when we tap into the you know you the energy of this podcast the wild sexy free that is all going with the flow going within and and I would suggest because ultimately within we are light right one of my yoga mantras is I am in the light, I am of the light, I am the light, right? So down to our vibrational frequency is light, right? And, of course, there's shadows in there. But it's, as Rumi says, it's through the wounds that the light gets in, right? Mm. Well, it's kind of like, like like I hold this sacred space for people in my um, spiritual cleansing container to cleanse and release, and we always come out of that container at high, higher levels of consciousness and with more and more light and love and joy. But it is it does require, to do it deeply, it does require a daily commitment and a daily remembrance. And that's all it is. It's like as Jesus said, it's just a living remembrance mm. that we are soul, that we are spiritual beings having a human experience or we are infinite beings having a finite experience. Um, and once you start on the path, it's, it's 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 very unfulfilling to stop. Like you feel like you need to keep going. And and as blow ups, but blow ups are actually part of it, aren't they? It's just like you said, they, they let the light in quicker. So sometimes the blow ups, 
the relief that you need, the release that you need to kind of amplify what's really busting to get out anyway. That's right. That's right. And it's just, in a way, it's a relief, right? Of course, we're going to have fears and we don't like change. We want to, the whole thing also about, you know, women in particular need to feel safe, right? So it's kind of maybe it's the baby steps as well, um, you know, and it's our nervous system. So that's the other part of the work that I do is working with the nervous system. So that's, you know, whether we're in fight or flight or, we're, you know, pretending to please everyone or like, you know, that's all inside our nervous system and an overactive um, sympathetic nervous system or like how, you know, so just learning to understand what your own individual nervous system is. And we have particular thresholds and tolerances that and always like working at the edges to expand that to be, so that we have got more available to us. Like so that life can be more and more magical and more and more glorious. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's almost so it's, like... I'm hearing too, and it's true of my experience, is you seek out and you find people that are or processes or courses or whatever it is that you need to support this new evolution or expansion or recovery. So that's another way to, to look at it. It's like, yes, it will take you on a new path, but it is wild, free and sexy. There's lots of in. cool fun things that can come out of it and yes there's so much there's I mean that's the thing we're now like if we look at the astro I don't know whether you know much about astrology but we're now in the we're we're in the cusp of age of Aquarius right compared to age of Pisces which was the 2000 years of Jesus Christ the Piscean age was follow the leader do as you're told structure hierarchy you know and the age of Aquarius is the age of energy, the age of technology, the age of individual empowerment, the age of community. We're still in community, but it's not about being told what to do. Like it's like learning to go within, you know, and um, yeah, connecting into our energetic field. And and there is there is so much available. I mean, you know, I love dancing. There's so many beautiful music to dance and like to kind of change change your shape, shift your state. I mean, dancing is something that's been in our lineage for ages and yet you know we all forget we're too busy to dance like you know um but that's right inside time there's so many apps and books and courses as you say like just you know yeah but and the moment that you seek it comes doesn't it yeah like it'll be that something will come through on facebook or you know someone will say something or you'll see something in a bookshop or you know like yeah yeah so it's almost like it's a tap and you can turn it, like if you're ready to turn it on, back to our topic, but turning it on, like it's really up to you how much you want. There is a plethora of opportunities, yep. ideas, insights, people, all the things, uh, yeah, yep. possibilities. So you can just have a little drop or you can like really open the force and have it flowing um, easily. And easily. It's, yeah. That's what it's up to you, but I... I'm like, if you're anyway inclined, just do it. Just do it because, as I said, like, you don't know what's around the corner. You don't know what blow up mm-hmm. is around the corner. And inevitably, blow ups happen, like to all of us, right? That's part of being human because that's our evolution. That's how we grow and evolve. We don't grow and evolve when we're comfy, comfy. We grow and evolve when shit happens. Um, but the more that you've prepared and done the inner work 
the more that you can meet the blow-ups with ease and grace and trust and yeah. trust that it's for your evolution, for the greatest good. And I just, you know, part of my sole purpose is world peace. I want this planet, I want to live in a planet that we're proud of, right? Now, I'm not my, I don't have an archetypal energy of an activist. I'm not an activist, but I'm a, I want to transform us, be part of the transformation of humanity person by person, right? And so I'm doing the deep work of transforming myself and learning to live through love Um that's how you know if we all did that if there's enough of us that are doing it rather than blaming the external world and the conditions and the government and this and that and that if we all can kind of raise our own vibration and meet our demons and meet our shadows and just be more of an expression of like christ consciousness like all the, the buddhas and the christ that have come here before we're just here to to demonstrate what's possible for us mm. I, um, I, but i think i'm just yeah, anyway. It's coming into me right now is you explaining it how like you're on your you doing you is yes. benefiting the planet in spreading peace. Yeah. But what's yeah. really cool is I've I don't know if I've heard it and read it and all this sort of thing, is like you don't have to do you in a particular way. So for example, if you want to be spiritual, you don't necessarily have to be in a church or in a an ashram or whatever you can be spiritual doing what you're already doing so you can weave it in and what an example of what you're doing is you can be a bra fitting specialist who's spiritual who's you know spreading her and sharing her vibration with women who haven't potentially experienced that and can raise their vibration so it's this beautiful way of you showing up wherever you show up doing your thing has this huge impact and it doesn't have to look a particular way. I feel like that's a really good message to leave with people as well. That's right. That is the, you know, there's only, everyone else is taken, right? There's only one of us. And so just stepping more and more into whatever our service is, right? Like that's it. Like just but what stepping you love into doing. It's yeah, what do you love doing? You're loving what you're doing. And then that's right. the experience rubs off on me. I've ne- I've probably avoided any I'm sure I've been invited to participate in you know a, in tomorrow or if you don't not in Australia a, a party where you can try on lingerie and I've always sort of thought Eek. maybe I didn't feel comfortable at trying on clothes with other people the pressure to buy and it became this sort of yucky transactional experience whereas I've yep. just had a completely different one where it came from self-love and care and beauty and and femininity and all these aspects that I had never had before so there's also this opportunity whenever you come up against things to maybe be curious can it be a different way for me that's right looking for the magic in life looking for the awe you know just even looking outside your window and you know at the moment we're in autumn here and it's like the beautiful leaves or the wind it's a windy day just like looking that's being in the present moment yeah so the other that's the other thing is like how can we live healing and joy and everything is only really in the present moment Mm -hmm. so tell me if you had one thing to share with women in their midlife that you felt could help them or access turn on to feel pleasure filled wild free and sexy what would that tip be or what would your one thing is to listen deep listening to to yourself to just like begin to have a relationship with yourself that's or begin to prioritize your relationship with yourself. 
right? Rather than your relationship with everyone else. Like your relationship with yourself is essential. And the more that we like know thyself and know the universe, right? Like the more you know yourself, the more we can actually connect to others and, you know, have a glorious life. But just, yeah, rather than put ourselves last, put ourselves to That's beautiful. Thank you. Is there something else we were talking about that we haven't covered so one thing I wanted to, I did want to say is like part of my priestess um, training is that we work with the sacred 13 archetypes oh tell us more about that then yeah so they are so they are archetypes are energy patterns that repeat right but, and they're just it's all available to us just on the other the other side and um you know the 13 the maiden queen the alchemist or healer, the goddess. These are all just powerful divine feminine archetypes. The teacher, rain, the mother, the beautiful priestess, the warrior. So these are all archetypal energies that we can, the wife, connect into at any time, right? The student. And these have come through my um my lineage teacher, Ricky Jane Adams, has developed these as part of the course that I did. The, what was that? That oh, was wild maga. And so I was thinking, you know, in terms of, um, you know, wild and free, I mean, it all got any of these. I mean, even the maiden, mm-hmm. the energy of the maiden we can tap well, into. Like it's not actually relating to age mm-hmm. that we can kind of connect into these. But, of course, you know, the maga is post children but I I particularly love the wild woman you know so do I (laughs) you know the wild woman she is wild and free and unfuckwithable and she's self-assured and she's like you know Mm -hmm. so you can actually invite her into your life in a meditation you know any of these archetypes that I've whoever you know whatever you and that's part of the spiritual one-on-one that I do is we kind of you know work with these archetypal energies to begin to clear the subconscious um and just shift, shift stuff that no longer serves. Yeah. I love that, so, that they're all within us. So it's around we we focus or have thought we are one or two or like we, we're in a certain age, therefore we have to behave a certain way. What's beautiful when you work with that kind of thing is balancing it out or noticing where perhaps you haven't given attention and could you allow that to surface and that's right. And you can invite them in any time. Like, you know, that's the thing. We think we're alone. We're kind of like stuck in our limited self. Da, 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 da. But there's so much. Once you relax and open our heart and there's so much more that's available and makes life that little bit juicier to help us go beyond being stuck, you know, or yeah. feeling like we've got to protect ourselves, you know, the fears that we just are so shackled by. You can kind of invite the energy, you know. What if we invited the energy of the wild woman in, you know, as you as you went to sleep, as you said, I'm gonna invite this woman in today, you know, hold me, wild woman, you know, be with me, you know. And again, yeah. What so, would she think and do and say? And if I yeah, that, that's well. right. if you can here on our shoulder. Yeah. yeah, the wild woman. Yeah. Who just lives so she's true to herself, you know. Mm. She's not there to she's not there to please others. Imagine that a life where we're not just focusing on pleasing others because then that's also in a bit of a rut around, you know, I'm doing this for you. What are you doing for me? Like it becomes conditional, yeah. Very ugly that people pleasing. 
uh, very ugly. That's right. That's right. But we've been conditioned that we've got to fit in and like, you know, what's be normal, but you know, what is, what is normal? Mm. Such a juicy conversation. I'm so thrilled we got to have it here today. Um, if anyone was keen to connect with you, maybe have a bra fitting or experience what it is to work with you, how do they do that? Tell us more. Just um, so on Instagram, I, I'm fitted by Miff on, with the lingerie and then just Miff Browning Instagram is my spiritual handle. Yeah, just message me, reach out. Yeah, I'll put the links in the show notes. So Thank connect you, in, maybe have a, a fitting or just yeah, come and fly. Come and like, let's, let's be part of the transformation of the planet, you know, one step at a time, one moment at a time. It's just, it's such a privilege to be here on planet Earth at this time. It's not an easy time. Like if you go back to the Aquarius and the Pisces thing, like there's in the in the 12, the 12 astrologies, there's nothing more different than those two signs. So it's a really tricky, turbulent time that we're here, but we're here because we chose to be and we're here to grow, evolve. And yeah, I'm always looking at the, the, the higher spiritual side of stuff. Yeah, because yeah, it does kind of help to explain why we might be feeling turbulent, why mm. the world's doing some crazy things out beyond our... Yeah, 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 the clash of clash of times. Um, yeah. Yeah. But this was fun. Thank you so much. Um, My pleasure, darling. Thank you. It was such a privilege to spend time with you. And, you know, this is my favourite stuff talking about this. So it's just been, yeah, beautiful. So go check your boobs, ladies. And yep. <laughs> if you loved what we were talking about and Miss Energy, please share it and like it and love it on your platforms. And then we... And yeah, spread the love and the frequency and the message that our boobs and our bras and our blow up are really important. They're all part of us and to be yep. celebrated. So that's right. Not to not to run away from day and embrace and love and yeah. Awesome. Thank you. My pleasure, darling. Much love. Head to my website, pennyvandersloos.com, to receive your 10 tips to turn on, a free checklist of simple and effective suggestions that will energise, activate and arouse you. All you need to do is leave your details and they'll come whizzing into your inbox in your pleasure. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it, rate it and review it on your preferred podcast platform, especially if you liked it. A five-star review would be awesome.